What's up? It's Jenny V, music director for 101.9 The Mix and also co-host of the Mix New Music Club. I'm Dash from The Night Show and also co-host of the Mix New Music Club. If you're on TikTok, you've either heard this song or you've used this song in one of your own TikToks. I'm talking about ABCDEFU, a song that went viral and we had the honor of talking to Gail, who joins us today to tell you a little bit about how this song came to be. It's on the Mix New Music Club podcast. Well, welcome to the mix. Hello. Is this your first time in Chicago? This is my second time in Chicago. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, and crazy. she just came from Toronto, you said? Yes, Toronto. Okay, and then you wanted to come here and eat pizza. Yes, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a hot dog. Nice. Ooh, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, like the Chicago hot dog. Yeah. Have you gotten recommendations on where to go yet? I have not, actually. Ooh. Okay, Dash, where should she go? All okay. right, okay. The cop out easy spot is Portillo's, but then Portillo's. you got Super Dog, Poochie's. Super Dog. Super Dog's dope. <laughs> okay. De- Devil Dog's is great. Devil Dog's. Anywhere they char it for you. Oh, yeah. char. Okay, all right. Are I mean, you okay with char? I, I guess I am. I you hope know? so. Whatever's like the best hot dog I'm down for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about your hot dog experience. I will let you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let the people know if it's good or not. <laughs> so where are you located now? You're from Nashville. I'm actually from Texas. I live in Nashville. Oh, though. really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas, right? Dallas, Texas. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Like, how did you get into music? Gosh, I don't like I. So when I was seven, my mom showed me this video of Aretha Franklin. And in that moment, I just like completely, very casually dedicated my life to music. Like, I was like, that's it. That Whoa. is what I'm doing. And I just kind of stuck to it. Like, I think a bit of it was stubbornness because people are like, music? Really? And they're even like, Aretha? Really? And I was like, excuse me? Like, I totally um, hear Aretha in your voice. Oh, I, that's tr- such an honor. Thank <laughs> you. No, because I would say it's like, it's vocally, she's always been such an inspiration to me. Like, musically, I would I would say it's offensive to try and compare what I do to Aretha. But she's like, the the passion I felt for her and her music is what kind of, transferred to me wanting to do it totally that is awesome and good thing you did you came out with a huge hit which we have the edited title here abc abc Uh, but tell us a little bit about how that song came to be yeah i mean i was just in this relationship where i just tried so hard to always make them happy and like i was not perfect i was a kid he was a kid we that's not perfect relationships aren't gonna happen and we broke up and it was pretty amicable like we're in a good spot i would call each other every once in a while and like we'd have like hour-long conversations, checking up in each other's lives. And I remember I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, and I was like, I'm so proud of us. We are friends. We did it. We dated. We fell in love. We fell out of love. And now we're friends, and we're, like, actually happy for each other, and we're actually going to be in in each other's lives. Like, we did it. This is perfect. And then they're (laughs) like, I'm very sorry to tell you this. Um, They're not saying good things about you. Like, they called me a child, which I was a child, but, like, you dated me, bro. Like, what's that say about you if you're calling me a child? Or even just, like, saying that I wasn't over them, I was jealous of them, I wanted to be with them. And, like, and they just, like, there are so many things that they did that were just negatively speaking to me and of me. And I just never, like, they were, like, Gail's such a stupid name. I hate that name. It's so dumb. And I'm, like, but, like, why? I'm, this dude send me tiktoks he would make or send me arts and things he would draw and it was terrible it wasn't funny it wasn't terrible it was horrendous and i was like that's so good you did so good <laughs> you know like because you're not gonna tell if this person's like i drew you i'm not gonna be like you made my nose huge you know like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like that's so pretty thank you so much or i'd be like i made a song and he's like that sounds like a song a 15 year old right oh my god oh, wow. i hate that song it's really not that good 
And I was like, great, I'm putting it out. <laughs> and like just stuff like that where it's like he always just did things to make me feel bad. But like I wouldn't like, I'd just be like, he's just being honest. And I'm like, no, he was just being rude. Mm-hmm. You know, like even things that like he would show me, he'd show me a song he would write because if I can write songs, it's so easy. And I'd be like, that's so good. The way you chose not to rhyme at all <laughs> really is a great <laughs> artistic choice, you know? And and so I just, I guess I kind of realized, I was like, wow, he never actually cared about me because he wouldn't say those things if he actually cared about my feelings, especially like I was 15. I was insecure. He didn't need to be adding to my insecurities left and right and giving into them when, especially like he was an insecure person. And the last thing I was going to try and do was like, be like, you're right. You should feel bad about yourself, you know? Yeah. And so I guess I had this moment where I was like, I've cared so much for a friendship and I've cared so much about our relationship and I did so many things to not get angry, not get mad and not blow up little things. So I didn't feel like I was being dramatic. And I just woke up one day and like I after hearing that, too, and I was like, I'm mad. I've been so mad for so long and I didn't let myself feel it. I didn't acknowledge it. And I didn't know if like somebody did things to make you mad and then you decided not to get mad at it. It's not that you're not mad anymore. You're choosing not to feel that anger in that moment of time. And maybe it's different for other people, but that's what it was like for me. And I just realized, I was like, oh my God, there's so many things you did to make me angry. So many things. And like, I never let myself feel it. And now I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. It never went away. I just held on to it and buried it deep, deep down inside for the sake of our friendship, for the sake of our relationship, and the sake of not making you feel bad about yourself when all you did was make me feel bad about myself all of the time and bring me down. And my best friend hated him the whole entire time. He was (laughs) known as the dude who could not wear (laughs) deodorant consistently. Like, it was just, it was bad. It was bad. And so then I went through this period of time where I felt so guilty because I told him I would never leave him. And I told him all this, all these things. And I broke up with him and I felt so guilty. And I went through this point where I was like, I'm the worst. And he like, he he knew I felt guilty and he kind of like gave into that a bit. And so I finally, I was writing all these songs where I was like, and we're writing together and I would just be like, I'm the worst. I'm the problem. And she's like, maybe you're not the problem. Like, I'm the problem. (laughs) She's like, okay, okay. And so I finally walked into the room and I was like, I'm mad. I'm pissed. I'm so angry at this dude. And we were both on our periods at the time, which I think just made things a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And um, we walked into the room with Dave Pittenger. It was Sarah Davis, me and Dave Pittenger. And he was like, I have this song idea. We're like, what is it? And he was like, it's um, A, B, C, D, E, insert curse word here, off. And we're like, that's it. That is what we're writing today. And yeah, that's kind of all of the things that led into us being there. And also like, I wanted his family. I hated his parents. Absolutely (laughs) hated his parents. Like hated his family, truly. But I wanted them to like me so badly, even though I hated them because I was his girlfriend. I wanted my boyfriend's parents to like me. And I find and like being a musician did not help. Like being who I was just was not. But I got it. I finally got their love and they were still terrible people. And I was like, that's not worth it. I did not enjoy that. And I guess I also never really let myself admit how much I actually hated them. And they treated him terribly. They treated other people terribly. They treated his siblings terribly. And which also made them treat other people terribly. It was this crazy cycle. And so I was like, you know what? I hate your family. Kind of hate you right now. Not your dog. (laughs) Not your dog. Your damn car. That couch. (laughs) Your voice. Your drawings. So many things. And all of the tiny things just built built up to this one explosion of this song um amazing can relate um but (laughs) has he tried to reach out to you since (laughs) i blocked him on everything in february of 2021 
and we haven't talked to each other wow. since. What about his parents? His dad still follows out? me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> you I'm not let sh- his dad still follow uh, you on Instagram. Yeah, I yeah I did. I here's the thing. He knew that I didn't like his dad. My like very petty thing I did was I blocked him on everything, but not his dad, because <laughs> they're living together at the time. And I just thought that was funny. That was my one little. Oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> you think when they hear that song, they absolutely know it's about them. I, I don't know. I feel like it's 50-50. I, I know for a fact that that song's not cool enough for him. <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. It sounds like something a 16-year-old would write. Oh, man. You know, probably. He's saying that as it hits, like, number one on Billboard. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's still, He's like, you know. oh, what would, he, what would he used to call me? He would be like, oh. What was it? Oh, sellout. Or like, yeah, I'd probably call me like a se- industry. Or no, no, no. It was like a pond. Call me a pond or like a sellout or whatever. Yeah, whatever makes him feel better about himself. Oh, my God. So. Well, it seems like you're doing amazing without him. <laughs> I don't need his validation anymore. That's not important to me. I don't. I don't need to please him anymore, and that's very nice. Is there a little bit of gratefulness, like, in retrospect, for the breakup, for the relationship, because it helped spawn this song? Honestly, if I never wrote a song that did what it did i'd still be grateful for the lessons i learned in that relationship i also loved him so much i don't think i've loved anybody i don't even know if what i felt was actually like love like true you know what's like but i loved him so much and i wanted so many great things for him and i still do um and so like i'm very very grateful for the lessons i learned because i changed myself a lot for him and i let a lot of things slide that i didn't have to let slide and I'm I'm very very grateful for that relationship because I just learned so much. Wow, that's good on you too that you realize that. Um, so you are a teenager still, I am, and yes. you're on tour right now with Tate McRae, right? I, I just ended the ended tour. It? She's she's still on tour. I did a I did a week with her, and it was so fun. It was such a great time. What is that like being? on tour but also trying to be a teenager at the same time you know you're navigating so much as an artist and just growing up I guess I don't know it's like it's really really fun especially because like Tate is also a teenager and Mimi is like 21 which she's still like we're all just like young women and it's honestly like really fun and like being a teenager on tour is like really fun I guess also like I I get a little bit of leniency of being a little goofy or I'd be cursing a lot more to be explaining my (laughs) behavior on tour but yeah I mean it's a lot of fun and like you know, just like letting myself have the time to be like, all right, I'm gonna get a pizza. I'm gonna like walk around and get a deep dish pizza, and I'm gonna watch some Netflix. And like, it's really, I'm really boring on tour. Like, it's definitely, especially like, I can't, I'm not gonna like party or anything because that's illegal and I would never break the law. Yeah. No, because that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. And so, literally, I'm just like, and it's a dry tour. And so, it's just like, we're literally just like, we play a show. We then like get some food. We go back to our hotel room and like watch Netflix. And like now we're going to be on a bus. And I love my bandmates. They're so goofy. They're so fun and they're so talented. Or we binge watch. Um, I'm currently binge watching Marvelous Miss Maisel right now. Okay, I was going to ask what oh, you're watching on so Netflix. It's so good. So good. <laughs> and then I make my manager, Christina, um, we watch, I make her watch Vampire Diaries with me every once in a while. I'm That's torturing awesome. her with that right now. Season five. Oh yeah, real fun. So that was going to be my question. You were born in June of 2004. Yes. Oh, man. We um, got the specifics so, here. <laughs> so Friends ended in May of 2004. Wow. Have you watched that All series? All of it. I absolutely love okay. it. Here's the problem being homeschooled, especially. I, I've gone back and forth. I've done like the computers and I went to books. and um, But when you're on a computer, 
you can click another tab and then it goes to Netflix. And so what I used to do, and this is so bad, so not what you're supposed to do, that I'd have school in like one corner and then I'd had friends playing in the other corner. <laughs> and then I would so, I should not be saying this, but I would so cheat on the test. Like I would just like look up because it's online. Like you can just look up the questions and just be like, how does, you know? And that is, I also finished this really quickly. I remember my mom was too like, how do you have that much time to finish friends? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, no, no, I don't know. No. It's Crazy. a long series. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, like I just, I just ran through it quickly. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so speaking of school, if you weren't a musician, what do you think you would be doing for your career? Oh, I'd probably be a drug addict or some shit. <laughs> That's what I always tell myself. No, I, I also think like one, I love chaos. So like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, there's things that like. There's this feeling when I get a song idea and I like have to do it. I have to get it out. I have to finish it. I have to get it done. Even a performance, like I have to perfect it. I'm constantly thinking about it. And I don't, I think I channel that intensity and that chaos into music. I don't think it's there because of music. And I'm very, very grateful to have that outlet because I think like every artist is a little, you're a little crazy. Like you just kind of have to be. And there's a lot of like chaos. And I think, you know, I would probably, probably like sports. I used to play sports a lot, especially because like I'm like 5'10 and I kind of went through the growth spurt early. And so because of that, I would just hold a basketball above my head and I'd like foul kids out because they keep <laughs> slapping me in the face. <laughs> um, I I also, I'd probably, I like to think I would either be like a therapist because I love like one thing that's great about rights is like you tell people so much about yourself and like you just open up about your personal experiences. It's really, really beautiful. Sometimes it's miserable like in rights, but like sometimes you have such a beautiful like connection with people or I probably like love like debate or something, or I think being like a nutritionist actually. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like that's, or I would just be like crying in a corner trying to figure <laughs> out what to do with my life. Yeah. yeah. Dude, okay, you're 17. I want to know. It's a lot of power. What goes on the rider when you're about to do a concert? Are you like, I want oh. some fresh grapes, some new Jordans? Uh, yeah, right. No, here's the thing. I feel weird demanding things from people. Like that does feel like a weird thing to do. So I try and not make it like too difficult. On my rider, I put rock stars. There's like this like um, energy. It's like a hydration one it's the one with like five calories in it that's one like that one or i get like monster i also really like monster and then i got like because like sometimes like you're on tour like food can be hard especially when you don't have a car because you either have to like uber eats everything and it just gets a little expensive so then i got like protein packs where it's like the cheese and like the almonds and yeah that and then there there was one time though I actually had like kind of a crazy writer because I knew the person I thought it was funny and they're telling me that they're going to Costco and I was like okay hear me out I want a rotisserie chicken <laughs> you know the mashed potatoes at Costco they slap they go hard and I was like that and then if I could get sour cream bacon bits cheese and then they had like moose cups and I was like that uh, that they didn't have that so they got me chocolate cake and then I also asked for green grapes because I thought it was funny to be specific and ask for green grapes <laughs> and then I also asked for raspberries and I had a feast it was great but the thing that hurt is I left the mashed potatoes at the venue I brought everything else and I left the mashed potatoes <laughs> in the refrigerator and it hurt so badly because that was my favorite part about the meal 
and yeah, Costco uh, mashed potatoes. Costco <laughs> mashed. They go hard. They look look on the low. They look disgusting. Like yeah. if you saw them, somebody read through the ingredients. They're like, I'm not putting that into my body. And I'm like, I am. Like it's <laughs> it looks horrendous, but it tastes amazing. Sounds dope. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> What's been your favorite story while you've been on tour so far? Is there something exciting or hilarious that happened to you? Oh oh my gosh, we once had to take. So we had, I was in Toronto and to leave Toronto, you have to take like a COVID test and then like somebody has to watch you take the COVID test. Oh, and so like we like put hand sanitizer in our hands and I don't know how to describe it, but it was not hand sanitizer. I swear to God, it was lube. Like I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. And it had the weirdest smell and like the weirdest texture I've ever had in my life. And I'm in front of this human being and I'm rubbing this like lube thing on my hand. And then I have to stick this thing up my nose and I start laughing and I'm so bad. Like once I'm told not to laugh. I'm a laugh. And then I'm sticking this thing up my nose in front of people. And then I start crying because I like you. She counts how long you're supposed to do it. So it's like 15 seconds. But then she's like one, two, three. It's super slow. And so then mm-hmm. I have this like lube thing on my hand. And then I'm sticking this thing up my nose. And then I'm laughing. But then because I stuck it up my nose a little bit too up there, I was like literally tearing up and oh. laughing at the same time. It was very chaotic and it was very funny. And yeah, like there's this picture of my manager and I were literally like taking a COVID test, but we're crying and laughing. And then our hands are a little too shiny. Like, I don't know how to put it. Mm. It was weird. The glamorous tour world, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of tour, you had a show last night at Subterranean. You got another one tonight. How excited have you been for uh, live music? Oh and my gosh. Also, with this venue, I did a tour with Winneka Bowling League last year. Maybe like six months ago. It was crazy. And it was before anything with ABC was really happening. It was just kind of starting to like pop up on TikTok and all of the things. And I did a show at this venue, the Subterranean. And I remember I loved it so much. It was one of the first times um, a crowd sang a song back to me. I did teach it to them, but they still sang it back to me. And I was like, that's dope. And I remember. I met this like group of girls like right when I was leaving and it was like just girls my age and they were so lovely and they're so nice and they're so supportive of me and it really like meant the world to me how like nice they were and it just felt like I was hanging out with my friends and then they knew my music and didn't hate it and it really meant a lot and I remember thinking like one day I want to headline this venue like one day I might get the opportunity and I was thinking like a year or two maybe and six months later I was able to sell it out twice. That's amazing. And that was just very... It was, it was like a moment where I was just like, I'm, wow. Like, words can't describe that feeling of, like, I did not think I was going to be able to, like, do that so soon. And um, I hope to see those people who, like, were there for the Winneka show. And it's just, Would yeah. you recognize them, you think? Oh, I, thi- I think so. Um, but, no, they were, like, so, they're so cute. That's awesome. So sweet. Sub T is a dope venue. Oh my gosh. It's also because it's like the two levels. Like yeah. I remember I was I looked up and then I was like, oh, there's people. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it's a dope venue. I'm so like it's such an honor. It's crazy to be able to like headline there. Yeah. I know Tate McCray, I talked to her at Lala. We talked to her at Lala, and she's like, Oh yeah, when I go to a party, like when in the goodie bag, like I just want stickers. <laughs> yes. Stickers. <laughs> uh no, I have I actually with my guitar, I have I put stickers on my guitar case, and I'm trying every place I go. I'm trying to get a keychain and a sticker. Have you gotten your Chicago one yet? I haven't yet. I was okay. going to when I was in the airport, but then 
It was closed. There's got to be a like, hot dog or something. Yeah, there's got to be something. That <laughs> I, I might have on. something. Who knows? Yeah. We'll yes, have to look. Yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to see you, and I feel like you're going to be a big star, so don't forget about us. I would never. And thank you. That's <laughs> thank very you. polite.